Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy So So, in case you ain't know So, and welcome back to another episode of Sports with So So. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on streaming platform and follow us on social media as we continue to provide you with more sports updates. This week, the show is too jam-packed, y'all. I don't have time for the big intro. I got the Heat, I got the Panthers, got Chelsea, Canelo, big UFC fight this weekend, golf this weekend, Marlon staying hot in spring training. Man, it's time to take a ride, y'all. Let's go. tell you that dog golf course dog is huge huge the one you play that huge it has three nine holes courses in it. oh nice yeah you sent me the pictures it looked dope badass dog and really nice greens and shit like that you could tell oh, that I'm they sure maintain perfectly manicured right, main, maintained to a team and the dog. weather was probably prime weather was beautiful dog when we went to the driving range it was um it was like 45 50 but the sun was out, so it wasn't that yeah. bad. I had my little track jacket. You got on a little quarter zip on or something. Oof. And that's that's what I was telling. You. That's when everybody, like all the older guys, started showing up because they're they're warming up before their nine o'clock tea time, right, which right. were all sold out, right? Um, and all of them are ro- rocking the foot joys, though. Yeah, bro. I told you that's the number one shoe in golf. I guess. But um, some other crazy shit happened out there, bro. You got engaged. I got engaged. It's a big uh, step, big guy. Congratulations. Thanks, bro. Yeah, big move, man. Right? Uh, How do you feel? I feel accomplished. You know, that's what I've been telling people. I feel accomplished because I feel like I did something meaningful, right, with somebody who means a lot to me, you know? Right. So it was dope. That's Just to awesome. see her reaction. Like, she didn't have a fucking clue. Uh, I was able to surprise her, me and her dad, like, Kind of worked the whole thing out. We kind of had to keep her mom under under the blanket, too, you know, like hush, hush. But it worked out perfectly. She was super surprised, and obviously she loved it, and she said yes. So Hell yeah. everything I mean, worked I'm out. Glad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she was going to say yeah. Right? Everything worked you out. You fly all the way to Cali, man. You would imagine she would have said no? Bro, that's why <laughs> That's why I I rather something like How that How far happen. is the Golden Gate Bridge from you where you stayed? Far, though. <laughs> far. But... You know, you do. You sometimes you got to do things like that in personal. You know, some people think, ah, you know, I'm gonna do this at a at a hockey game or at a basketball game and do it in center court. And I'm like, coño, you're setting yourself up right there, manito, for for failure, dog. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're gonna ask her look, and Baba. put that pressure on her, and she's gonna think about it. There's three hundred thousand people. I'm on camera. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you don't want that. Maybe. Hell no. Nah. You need that. Hell well, yeah. did you at least keep up with uh, any sports while you were out there? I did, bro. Sports with so-so is always with me, dog. Yeah, so I saw I, you were posting and stuff. Keeping I was up. I was watching, bro. But the you, only difference you had that for time me, difference. So you were watching difference. everything a lot earlier. Oh my god, bro! Like that Chelsea game, you know? I like I I had woken up early, but eight o'clock, eleven o'clock game, eight o'clock in the morning over there, you know? Heat are playing, and it's like oh shit, you know? It's five o'clock. I yeah. got <laughs> to turn on the TV. Right. You're so, eight, but it was cool. Because as soon as the game was over, like, I had stuff to do. You know, I could chill. I could go yeah, outside. Yeah, the rest of the day. It was really nice. Yeah, my boys from Cali love that, especially for football season, because they would watch football. Um, I guess if it's for one, at one for us, it would be, what, like 11, 11. 10 a.m. over there? Yeah. So, I mean, they would watch football way earlier, and then the, the late game would be at 5 o'clock. So then after that, they had time to do whatever the hell they wanted. Yeah, bro. This, there's nothing like West Coast sports, bro, because 
again, the time difference makes it really cool because a lot of the games start on the East Coast, right? And they work their way back to the West Coast. So even if you're a West Coast fan and you live on the West Coast, the late game is like 7 o'clock. You know, that's the late game because for us, it's already 10 o'clock. So it's pretty dope. But yeah, yeah. Cali was dope. Um, I'm glad I got to play golf out there. Um, I'm glad I got to spend time with, with the people that I wanted to spend time with. So that was really cool. And like I said, you know, she said yes. But to answer your question in depth, yes, I was conscious about sports 24-7. You know, um, I feel like you and I motivated the heat. Right, because they must have heard it on the podcast when Soso said, uh, maybe the Panthers are the hottest team in town right now, <laughs> right? In South Florida, to be exact. And I mean, they might be still because they're they're rolling. They're rolling. You know, they're still rolling, but the Heat are snapping. Yeah. You know, the I'm Heat are snapping. It. When you win six seeing. games in a row, including beating Utah at home, like that's when you know you're doing pretty all right and you're heading in that direction that you need to make a real serious playoff push. Right. You know, hey, listen, it's March 1st. We're recording this uh, all-star game is a couple of days, if not, you know, away. But now is the time to really get into playoff mode, quote unquote, and really get into the positioning game like we talked about, you know, which what seed do I want to be in? You know, right now we're tied for fifth with Boston and Toronto. You know, we're actually seven, uh, 500. Yeah, we're at 500 even right now. 500, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I, we're, here we are, episode 24. You know, we're in the playoff spot, right in the mix, right in the middle of the mix, sitting at 500, trending in that upwards direction. We, we got Bam and Jimmy, you know, they're, they're coming together. Bam's been doing his thing. Jimmy's now, you know, starting to gain that momentum alongside of him. And uh, I can't believe that about a month ago I asked you if we were going to make the playoffs or not. I, I, I can't believe I ever even had that thought you in my head. You did doubt us. It was looking grim. It was looking really grim. But now we got teams that are that were good, like that, like Orlando, right? You know that are falling off. the 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 Hawks, we beat them so bad the other day. They fired their head coach. I saw they that. Just let them go. Um, you know who else is out there? Uh, you got the Wizards. You know that that still haven't gotten it together. Well, we have, and like you know, now we're looking back and like like the old Heat. You know what I mean? That Kendrick Nunn's been balling. I know we're gonna talk balling. about him. But it's it's looking, you know, we're, we're happy to be a Heat fan again. Let's start with the basics, right? And the most obvious thing as to why we're winning, right? Our prime players are playing well, cut and dry, right? Bam's been doing his thing all season long. Jimmy is back to himself, right? Uh, we got Kendrick Nunn back to himself, right? We have the people who we were depending on last year to make this run actually playing well and us translating that into good defensive fourth quarters, which equal the wins. Correct. Right? Because, yeah, we're scoring 100 points here and there like it's nothing. But we got to close out games and we got to D the fuck up. Part we got to shut them down. We got to shut them down in the fourth quarter. Yeah, teams are going to score. It's the NBA. Wake up. You know, people are going to hit jumpers. And then nowadays, they're going to hit the three. But when you when you look at the basics, man, that's that's the first thing I think about. You know, having everybody healthy, having everybody primed, ready to go, it's it's the main factor, you know? It's the main factor. Well, I don't know if you you heard this. I saw it the other day. It might be just a rumor, but they're saying that uh, Jimmy declined going to the All-Star game because of the fact that Bam wasn't being fact. elected. So, I mean, that's 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 awesome. Obviously, that Jimmy would, you know, would, would do that. But that tells me, like, where they're at. You know what I mean? Like, as a team, like, 
they're they're still they're, these guys are brothers. You know, like they just went through a rough stretch together, which hopefully makes them better in the long run. Uh, we're on a you know a nice win streak right now. It could have been a little bit longer had we won that Golden State game. I know we were talking about that. Earlier. Imagine imagine if we would have won that game against Golden State. But we didn't. We got to move forward, and now we have a few more games coming up that are are definitely winnable, winnable games to keep that streak going and carry us above five hundred. And and give us that 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 confidence going into the rest of the season for sure. Listen, uh, a six game winning streak in the NBA is nothing to look sideways at and say, oh, it could have been better. This that nah, it's a great thing. We're hot and we need to be hot. So that's you keep rolling right for as long as you can take it. You keep rolling. You keep winning games. We got had two games again against Atlanta. We won the first one. We play them again tonight. Um, that's another again a dub at home. Got to beat a bad team like that that really doesn't belong to the on the level that the Heat are on right now, you know? Even when you look, size up roster for roster. You know, we also got a good road game coming up because we got to go to New Orleans and play Zion, and them boys are balling over there, you know? Lonzo Ball's playing really yeah, good over there. Zion's now. doing his thing, you know? So if the Heat could keep this going, going into the All-Star break, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to get a third seed, a fourth seed, because other than Philadelphia, there hasn't been, and Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn's probably been the most consistent team in the East, right? We can say that. Right. So with other than Brooklyn, there are teams that we can catch up to, you know, most notably the Knicks. We can definitely catch up to the Knicks. Only one game ahead of us. And we should be competing with the likes of the Milwaukee's, the Boston's, the Philadelphia's for one of those positions in top four. Boston looking shaky. They're looking shaky. And if we can, again, win those winnable games, it doesn't have to be a 20-game winning streak. That's You know, let's be realistic. But just winning the games that you can yeah. win, especially at home, man, and, that's and, just going to go the, a long way. the bounce back wins, right? I mean, we haven't had to have any, you know, recently because of the win streak. But when we do have a loss, we can't do like like we had that road trip, man. And, you know, yeah, the last you let it that faster. road trip. We had what were the three games we lost? Clippers. Uh, it was I think Utah Clippers, and then um, Golden we lost State. To the King. No, we beat we the beat Kings. the Kings, but we, we lost to Golden State. State. That was a three game stretch. Like so, you know, we got to bounce back after those tough losses with a W. You know what I mean? We got to walk away with a win after those games. Right. No more losing not, streaks. Those yeah, those losing streaks really really hurt us more so than a winning streak. Absolutely helps us benefiting us. Right. Right. I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, I feel like we're gonna be able to to. You know, and it's going to sound like, oh, you're a cocky Heat fan. Fuck that. The the fact is this. We this are. This team. No, yeah, I am. But <laughs> we fucking are, dude. I mean, that's <laughs> why know, we started this. Hey, it is what it is. But what I what I mean is like, you know, there. if you look at the roster, you you see it and you're like, hell yeah, bro. This this should be a good team. This should be a top four team, you know. And, and there's no reason why us as fans can't expect that. And at least we started to see it to come to fruition. I said it before when you had asked me that question originally if we get to 500 there's no looking back of course and now we're here you know and and we're at we're at 500 jimmy's out of his mind bam out of his mind we're gonna be a problem heading into into the end of the season you know and i really see us being a threat for those type of teams that are trying to to compete with us that shouldn't be competing with us you know i'm excited man I'm really, really digging deal. it right now. And there's been a whole lot of pizza lately around the house. I'll tell you that. You know me, bro. I'm, I'm a pizza manana guy through and through. Pizza manana until the day I die. <laughs> Fuck 
I hate Papa John's. Dog. It doesn't have to be Papa John's. It bro, is. You know? That's the deal, bro. I, feel you. I, hate the the, deal, I ordered but... it the other day after one of the wins, and I was like, God, this pizza is so bad. But I'm going to eat it and be happy because I know what it means. It's more about the, the, the dub. what it means. The you know dub. what I mean? Why you're listen, eating that pizza. I'm just saying, it doesn't have to be every Friday night that we get a win. You know, you got to spend the Papa John's. You know, get the Papa John's, but you can order from oh, dude, and a don't bunch even, of different spots. As long as we're celebrating a heat win. Uh, let me just say this. If you're ordering from Papa John's, do not order their fucking wings. Those wings yeah, are the terrible, most garbage terrible. wings I've nah, ever had in my life. You got to go don't somewhere else those. for that. You got to go somewhere else Don't for have that. their wings. Those are no. awful. But we, to- we talked about hot teams. We got a hot team in front of the television right now. The Panthers currently losing to Carolina at home, 1-0. But they've been really... Kicking ass, you know. Right now, they were at first tied for first in first in the Central Division. They were tied for second overall, and it's really impressive because if you see their schedule, they're playing a lot of the same teams over and over again, right? Because they're restricting the traveling due to COVID. Right. So you're seeing the same guys on the ice three times a week, you know, four times a week, and to me, that becomes a little bit too personal, right? Because it's like, damn, this guy's always playing dirty, or this guy. You know, took a, a shot to my shin or he hit me dirty in the back. You know you know what I mean? Like, yeah, hockey's not a friendly sport where there's a lot of camaraderie during the game. Yeah, there's a lot of bad blood that happens. And I, I know what you're saying. I just We were watching this a few minutes ago, and my, <laughs> my attention span just cut short, and I started looking at them fighting. They almost almost started to fight. It was one of those scuffles where they pulled each other close, and then they just whispered <laughs> sweet nothings into each other's ear. And didn't do anything, and I was like, "All right, never mind." No, but it's funny because those guys are smiling while they're doing it, right? And they're <laughs> smiling, missing three teeth, you know. And you're like, "Yeah, this guy does this for a living, you know. He's not here to play hockey; he's here to fight." But that's the entertainment part, and you know, the toughness to play that sport. But I've really been impressed with how the Panthers, like I said, have they've been able to take that formula and really see what other teams are doing to be competitive and win games and grow a fan base. And it's exciting to see that because I know a lot of people down here care about hockey. Like, even before we started talking about the Panthers, how many people approached us like, hey, Panthers are pretty hot right now. Yeah. What are you guys going to talk about? Yeah, them? exactly. A bunch I mean, of times. That's, I, mean, I, don't, I don't follow it regularly. Don't get me wrong. And yeah. I talked about it before. If it's, as long, if it's the home team, I'm going to support them. So, I mean, they're hot now. Don't call me a bandwagon fan if you want. We're going to go get that 4 for 44 deal. Yep. Get that hot dog popcorn. We're coming to see the Panthers. The game. And parking, whatever they throw whatever, in there. Whatever they throw in there. I got my sweater. I got my North Face ready. We're coming. I'm coming to the games. Uh, as long as they're hot, I'm going to be there. If they're not, I'm out. Sports with so-so on the road. <laughs> they're not going to be ready. But, but it's gonna, it's dope that they do things like that because if you think about to the Heat Glory days, that was one of the main things that got people inside the building, right? Hey, come get your little Papa John's pizza. Come get your soda and a little popcorn and, you know, $10 off your parking and pay 55 bucks to bring your whole family to a Heat game. And the Heat weren't nothing. This is pre-LeBron. Not that we weren't nothing, but we weren't, like, competing for titles like we were or everybody got used to, yeah, right, yeah. to go to the games. Now it's an event. Now you, yeah, now you feel it's, like it's, hey, no matter who we're playing, it's the Heat, you know? But it's before to go to a heat game, it was now. it was tough. Before it was like, it was like ah, you go. know, we're trying to draw and grow the fan base. Right. And now you we see got that fan base. in our generation, right? That the Heat have that fan base, and even in the younger generation, because they see the Wade, they see the LeBron, they see the championships up there, and they're like, yo, that's pretty cool, right? We got that history. The Panthers are trying to get to that level right now. They got to work, you know, to get in the championships. But just by giving yourself a shot and getting into the playoffs. 
that's probably the most success that you can ask for to give yourself a shot to make a run. And right now, them boys can make a run. Yeah, they're looking good. They got uh, the Nashville Predators coming up. They got two back-to-back games against them Thursday and Saturday. Yep. So, let's see, bro. And, and again, like I said, you know, that weird-ass schedule of playing a team three, four times in a row, like they just played Dallas four times in a row. They played yeah. the wing, the Red Wings three th- games in a row before that. You're going to have a three, four-game, you know, matchup here against Carolina. Yeah, they're playing the Hurricanes now, and then, then they go play the Predators for two games, and to your point, they go back and play the Hurricanes, the Hurricanes again. again so. know, it's a lot. I mean, it's a it's, lot of hockey. It, it, I, and I, a lot of bla- that, bad blood, bro. You know what? I, I'm kind of, you know, worried about that, the fact that that's the case, and we are only playing, you know, our, the limitations of the schedule only allow us to play certain teams. So, like, what if those teams are just, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we got them figured out already, you know, and we don't have the other guys figured out yet, and when it comes time to the playoffs, that might work against us in that case. I think at that point you got to be creative with what it is you're doing for your playoff format, right? Because you're going to – the standings are going to be the standings, right? No matter who you play, you're going to have to win, lose, or draw, right? So those are the points accumulated. The in- interesting part is going to be how they work that into the playoffs and how they seed teams and do they reseed teams as it continues, right? Because you don't want to see a, a real number one team, really strong team that probably dominated a harder division, right? And play have them play a weaker division winner, and smash them on the way to the Stanley Cup final. You kind of want to see some competition, you know? I got you. So I'm pretty sure the NHL had thought about that when they came to the scheduling part. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. But I think it will benefit the Panthers because they're playing tough competition night in, night out, multiple times. And when you go see that team in the playoffs or for a playoff spot, there's no fear, there's no wondering like yeah, there's you said, no doubt whether we got them figured out there. at this point right that's what i'm hoping for you know i hope that that doesn't count against count against us but you know it's just a thought let's see let's see man i think they're gonna pull the comeback while we're recording this so we'll let you guys know we'll let you guys know but something that i followed and it kind of almost put me to sleep bro i woke up super early excited for this chelsea game on sunday big game against manchester united to watch one of the the most boringest games I've ever so seen in my I wanted life. To, I wanted to talk to you about this because, uh, you know, I to speaking of structures and stuff and how the formats are, uh, obviously, you know, I'm still learning this stuff. Right. I was like, all right, well, they didn't lose. Technically, it was a draw, but they didn't score. Nobody scored. What What does this mean, like, in the grand scheme of things for this? It means know, if th- these are the Chelsea games, team. right, that you don't lose – but you feel like you took a L, right? Because okay. you're walking back to the locker room, and you're like, damn, we, we had, had chances, one. you know? We had real shots to kind of, like, make some real impact on the game, and we couldn't, you know? They had opportunities and goals. We were shooting inside their their 18-yard box and inside their, you know, six-yard box, and credit to their goalie for making saves, but neither team really looked like they went out to win it, you know, and Chelsea had to win that game gotcha. in order to keep pace. Right, you know? because Man U is ranked higher than them. Absolutely. So that's, that's what, that was where my head was at. I was Correct. like, all right, when it was all said and done, I'm like, it's a point. Well, they didn't game. lose, you know what I mean? Because if they lose, you know, then obviously that counts against them, but they tied up a, a top two team. Yes. So that has to be, you know, obviously it's not great, but it's better than the, the, the worst result. Think about it like this. It's all about positioning, right? It's all about positioning because it's an accumulation of points in order to get into that top four spot to make the Champions League, which is where the money is, right? That's where the big money is. So Manchester City, right, light blue team, they pretty much have the the league wrapped up, you know? Shout out to my brother, Blaze, um, big City fan. 
and they're dominating English football, right? And now their focus is winning that league and competing in the Champions League this year because they're still in it just like we are. Manchester United, however, they're not too far from us, right? Before that game, they were at 49 points and we were at 43 points. So had we won that game and got those three points, it would have been 46-49 and now we close the the gap to one game where they can slip up and we can catch up to them, right? That changes the momentum. Changes it up. Changes it up a little bit. But it is what it is and if we were able to get that crucial three points, then I would have been obviously, you know, ecstatic because I would have seen that increasing our chances to survive, right, and really solidify the fourth place. Because if you know that Manchester City is going to win the the title and that number one spot is taken, then the highest spot, you know, to survive that flood is the second spot, you know. So everybody's kind of shooting for that second spot. And us beating Manchester United would have been huge. But I can't complain, you know. We had a big game uh, against Atletico. Um, Tuco is still trying to figure things out. So it's not easy, you know, to have results and have goals abundant like that in, in short periods of time. So it's something they definitely got to figure out as we continue to get into bigger matches, you know, because... Well, I mean, speaking of bigger matches, well, their next match, they're playing Liverpool. I, I, I don't know. You tell me. You know better than I do. They're right behind Chelsea in the standings at... It looks like this is a pretty big game. It is a huge game. It is a huge game because if we lose this game, right, then we essentially not only put pressure on ourselves, we have a great team in, in like Liverpool because they are a great team, right? Yeah, they're dealing with a lot of injuries, but they still have the quality to make the top four even with those in, injuries. So it'll be a real, real tough loss to try to recover from because you're winding down, right? We're at 26 games played already. You know, you got like 10 or 12 games left. Plus, you're playing Champions League. Plus, you're playing FA Cup. So this is the nitty-gritty part of the season, and and you really can't afford losses, you know? You really can't afford losses. They could just end your season pretty much at this point, right? Or make it really hard for us to even get fifth or sixth spot, right? Which is like the worst, the best or the worst-case scenario. Let's see, man. I, I got confidence in them that, that they can continue to play well. You know, Liverpool hasn't been in the greatest of form. They, they they definitely have a lot of chinks in their armor, and they can be beat. You know, people have shown it. So I it wouldn't surprise me to have Chelsea win, even if it's a close game, a 2-1, to 1-0, something like that. I could see Chelsea beating Liverpool on Thursday because they're going to go for it. You know, they're going to go for it. I think Tuchel knows that he's got to win big games, right? You can't just come in here and survive. You got to come in here and impress. That's the that's the problem at Chelsea for these managers. You know? I got a long shot for it, you then. Yeah. You ready? Go for total, it. Total blind shot in the dark here. I'm ready. Chelsea's winning 4-1. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I don't know. I just That's a bit of a stretch, but. It's not that, <laughs> you know that, that far of a stretch, bro. That's what I'm feeling. Let's see, man. Let's see if they. Take they it have, up with me if you don't like it. Look, they, they play Thursday. They may or may not have their number one goalie. They may or may not have their second best defender. They may or may not have their second best midfielder. So I like all those. All, all of those odds pointed at favor. Them. So four one, four one would be down. nice. But I wouldn't be surprised, like I said, if it's a close game, you know. And I really think that we're gonna beat Atletico at home, whether it's one zero, two one, whatever the case may be. Um, even if we tie one one, we'll, we'll still advance. I really think that Chelsea is looking forward to a good string of games, you know, and just getting wins. Ugly as they may be, 
but just getting wins. Well, they've you know? been on a tear. They've been doing pretty good, aside from you know the the, the couple ties here, a couple draws that they've had. So, I uh, I think they can get it done. Four one. Holla at your boy. Let's go. Something you know, talk. You said you said something and it struck my mind. You said ugly wins. Oh yeah. Right. Did you think Canelo won an ugly win? Because you could tell that he definitely outclassed his opponent by a lot. I mean, just at this point, it's like they're just running out of people. They just grabbed the guy from, like, the local gym down in Guadalajara, and they were like, yo, we need you to fight Canelo. He's like, okay, está bien, my friend. And they just throw him in the ring with him. I mean, they, they don't even I, – I, I don't even know if – I don't know why I made that a Mexican accent. I don't know if the, yeah, his opponent – Yeah, Turkey, bro. Whatever. But I'm just saying, like, they're just grabbing Ravage Joes and they're just throwing him in the ring with freaking Canelo at this point. Nobody can beat this guy. I mean, he's just going through the motions at this point. He's not even, like – it's not, it's not even a, an entertaining fight to watch. Like, you don't want to spend the money on that kind of deal. And it was no. a shame because it was down here. It was at the Hard Rock, which was pretty cool. You know, they had they hosted a fight there. It goes into, like, with the whole remodel thing that they wanted to do besides hosting concerts and football games and stuff. It was cool to see them host a, a, a fight, a, a, a big you know, fight. Yeah, a big know? boxing no, match with Canelo. With a, a guy like Canelo, right, of his caliber. Fight, you know, but just the fight itself, it just wasn't – I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed by the overall fight. No, the fight was whack. The fight was whack. And and the main reason why I thought it was whack is because of the fact that, you know, they made him fight this guy. You know, they the WBC made Canelo waste a fight on this guy. Shout out to this guy for even showing up. I'm barely going to, you know, mention his name because it's really hard. It's Avni. No, Ye- no, 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 no. Hey, hey, people. the man had enough courage to get into a ring with Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. You gave him the respect of saying his name. Oh, yeah. I'll and I'll tell that. you why. Because but he could have died. Just no, no, no. Call, just call him John. Just yeah. call him John. <laughs> you know, he could have died in there because Canelo is A, a killer when he needs to be, and B, an elite, all-time great boxer. He's not just like a regular boxer yeah. or a regular He's elite. Just, or Right. No. He's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. All-time great boxer. You yeah. Know? You so, throw him in there with, with Mayweather. You throw him in there with Pacquiao. That's the one know, the thing modern, that... Of the modern boxer. Yeah. You know, that, and that's the one thing that really killed me, you know, to see that fight. And it was quick. Thank God. You know, it was over by the third round where the, the corner for Buddy was like, hey, bro, that's enough. He doesn't need to take this punishment because he was literally taking right hooks to the brain over and over and over again and it looked like Canelo was playing with him it's it like just a, looked like he was like, sparring like he just looked like he was in the gym just practicing like he was just in the gym just going through his routine hitting the bag you know what it looked like bro you know how you watch the discovery channel and those african safaris and the you know the lion kills the deer and he like breaks his leg and the deer's like kind of still alive but he's just messing with it right that's what it looked like you know that just guy walked in there dead. like he knew he had yeah, lost yeah, yeah. already right so willingly, willingly and he knew that he was going to take this out from Canelo. And, again, shout out to him for even having the courage to do that. Forget the payday. Yeah. Because you could have not even enjoyed that money, right? Because <laughs> boxing is that type of sport. It's not It's not no baby sport. It's no, not it's for not, fun. Man. It's, it's, it's to fuck each other up. Yeah, you know? it is. So, but, but you know what? I expected more. I, I, I always do, you know? Yeah. And if it's going to be something like a, you know, all right, if it's Canelo's going to win, I want him to go out with like a crazy knockout or just something that like helps me remember the fight. I, I'm not going to remember this fight. Um, but this weekend, there are a couple fights that we might remember. And they're not in boxing. They're actually in the world of the UFC. Yes, so, sir. 
and I know we've been anticipating these fights. We've talked about them a couple times. Yep. So I big mean, fights, bro. Huge, huge weekend for the UFC and for MMA in general. I mean, we we gotta we gotta stay tuned. If you think about it, that's kind of like their formula, right? They'll give you a card every weekend, and every card might not be the best, but then like every six, seven, eight weeks, they'll give you a monster fight, you know. And this this weekend is gonna be that's, a monster, one of them. monster let's, card. Let's just jump right into it. I'm gonna start at the bottom. We'll get we'll get we'll work our the, way to the top. Yeah, let's go that route. Let's do it. So you know your boy Thiago Santos, he's fighting this weekend. Brazil. So that's I'm going that with right the there. That's a good opening, you know, prison yeah. card. I know and, I knew you were going with him. That's why I had to bring him up. And Thiago's a good guy. You know, he's a really good fighter. He just needs more tuna fights before he gets back to that championship level that he was trying to win. You know, I think uh, the other guy's gonna take him, Rakic or Rakic. I don't believe or however that you guy. pronounce his last name. I, I don't you, even bro. know, like, but I'm gonna go with that guy. That's okay. Just cause that's okay, man. Every time I've gone against the Brazilian against you, the last couple of times, it's worked. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't say it hasn't. Don't worked. stop it, bro. So if, it, if it works, keep it going. Yeah, right? I'm just gonna keep keep. Uh, doubling down on that. Let's um, talk about the third championship fight of yeah, the evening, that's bro. The next one I because that's interesting. Into, that's a really good fight. You got Peter Jan, Pet- Petra Jan. Yep. Uh, versus Aljamain Sterling. What do you think about that one? My feelings on Jan is that yeah, he's the champion, and yeah, he beat Holloway twice, right? But I don't think he's unbeatable. I don't think he's unbeatable. He's not a champion that you look and he's like, wow, he has every aspect of his game to the highest level, I got to be really careful with this guy. You know, he looks like he has a lot of chink in his armor. That's why I feel like that Sterling and, you know, the the betting odds show it. You know, he's not that deep of a of an underdog for this fight. That, to me, besides seeing Peter Yang in those fights against Holloway, is a clear indication that he's not going to be the champion for a long time. Yeah? Yeah. I like him, man. I like Peter Yang. I didn't know much about him until I saw his, his one of his last fights. Um and the dude's a savage man. I mean, I, I really. It's tough because I like Aljamain Sterling a lot. I, I really, I think he has really good grappling. Um, he's a hell of a striker, but you know Peter Jan, I, he's he's like that breed of like those like Eastern European dudes. You know what I mean? That yeah. like those bear fighters. Bathe, yeah, they like bathe in like ice water and like you know just spoon feed yogurt to bears and shit while they're you know hanging Weird out on their living bro. room couch with their grandma like that kind of shit like. That that's what that guy reminds me of, man. So it's this is gonna be a, a, a interesting fight, interesting a fight. really it good be, fight. It could it could be over in the first round, or it could go the distance. I just think that Holloway exposed a lot of weaknesses in Jan's game that Sterling is better at than Holloway. You know, we spoke about it. You know how Holloway is a really precise striker, but he doesn't necessarily have like TNT in his hands, yeah. right? He's not explosive like that to knock people out left and right. right. You know, because just the other day where he fought, you know, he was landing clean punches on the guy, on his opponent. Clean punches, you know, talking shit while he was punching. Yeah, and some of them do hurt him and stuff, but for the amount of punches he's landing on them, they're not. But the important thing, no, none really of them finished them. them. They're not dangerous. They're not dangerous. Yeah, I think that's Sterling's the punches it. are dangerous. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so he's definitely going to have a better shot to end the fight if. Peter Young fucks around and gives him an opening, which, again, I've seen Peter Young in two championship fights, and he's not, you know, looked the best in both of them. He's won, but he hasn't looked the best. Well, he's going in 15-1. and one. You got Sterling going in 19-3. and three. Yeah, but got? I'm going Sterling, bro. The money says go Sterling. I really think Sterling's going to knock his ass out and, and, and put on a fight of the night. Right, I'm going to go with Peter Young, but going back to what you were saying, you, you were going to mention something. 
before I cut you off? Yeah, that he's a one o five. He's actually a one o five favorite, Sterling. You know, Giannis at minus one fifteen. I'll take that. I like those odds. I, I hear better. you. I hear you. But money, the money always I gotta go knows. With my underdog. The money always knows. Hey, you never know, bro. You know how I know the money always knows? How do you know? Amanda Nunes. I mean, well, that's just an <laughs> anomaly, dude. She is, you can bet the house on her. Absolutely. What, what are the odds for her? She's an 1,100 like favorite. Plus 1,100? Plus 1,100. I think I saw it at plus 1,200, but either way, that's ridiculous. When that's you're ridiculous. the best in mixed martial arts, not UFC, Pride, Bellator. No, when you're the best in mixed martial arts, that's the type of shit that comes with you, you know? Yeah, the better the odds know what's up. You know, the guys making the odds know what's up. She's the co main event Saturday night. She's going uh, up against Megan Anderson. She's twenty and four. Megan Anderson is eleven and four. About to be eleven and five. I'm about to be eleven and five. And Megan Anderson, you know, she she's probably like in that second tier, right? Of everybody else that's in that division. But there's only one person on that top tier, and it's Amanda. Listen, so, no disrespect to Megan Anderson. I have seen Amanda Nunes destroy better opponents and anything that they put in front of her. Yeah. And until somebody changes my mind, she is she I'm betting the house on her. I don't care if if yeah, you take missed out the second mortgage. If right? you missed your rent yesterday, you didn't pay your rent yesterday and you can afford to go another week without paying it. Just go ahead. Bet bet that rent money on Amanda Nunes. You're going to get an extra Benji in your pocket next week and you can go buy yourself some some ice cream courtesy of Uncle Joe. Straight up. And, en- you know and enjoy a good fight, right? Like, hey, look at this knockout. Make That's me money. That's a first rounder right there. <laughs> That's a first round knockout. I'm calling yeah. it now. No, but I, th- I just think that Amanda Nunes is such a great champion. Not like Peter Jan, right? Because she can do everything to win a championship fight. She's shown it. She's gone the distance multiple times in championship fights. She's ended fights with chokes. She's ended fights with knockouts. You know, she's ended fights with TKOs, right? Where the opponent's... Uh, manager or towel person is like, hey, throw it in because she's we're not just taking too much happen. punishment. This, do, this happen anymore. You know, she's a dangerous, dangerous woman. I feel yeah. like she'll be some of the guys in, in the UFC oh, too. Oh, yeah, you know? no so, doubt. I think so too. So I, that fight's That'd an easy That'd be a cool pick. crossover, right? If, if you can get her like to sign off on that and t- like tee off on some of the guys in the UFC, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, hell yeah. But I, they don't allow that uh, intergender fighting. Nope. nope. But, what they do mix up though is the weight classes – which is badass. And that's what we got for the main event this Saturday night. Huge fight. Huge fight. Jan so Blakowicz versus, versus Irsa Adesanya. So, so Adesanya is a champ, but he's not the champ in the light heavyweight division that he's currently going to fight. No. Nope. That's Blakowicz. Yes. And he's fighting him for the chance of ha- holding two titles at the same time. Correct. Being a champ champ is like the, the pedestal of being an elite all-time great. In, in the UFC, right? Absolutely. Holding two belts in, in two different weight classes at the same damn time, right? Not many people can say that they've done that. No, 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 no. Very few. You know, Amanda Nunes is one of them. Yeah. Besides Conor, the little Conor side. McGregor's another. You know what I'm saying? Henry Cejudo, another one. Badass, mm-hmm. right? So you really, really have to be an elite, great, all-time great to do some shit like that. And I think... Adesanya is that type of guy. He is that type of fighter. You I know? agree. And what's crazy is that this was the division that John Jones was dominating for a while. You know, and they've had that back and forth where he's like, you know, I'll kick John Jones' ass and this and that. And John Jones is like, boy, you're not ready. You know, that's why I'm leaving that division because nobody there or below can take me. Yeah, well, I got to go Jones, up. He did right? whatever he wanted in this division. The guy looked sick as a heavyweight the other day. 
Well, that's where he needs to be now. He's a, he can he's he's. We'll talk about John Jones later. Time, later, but right? He's, but right he's now, one of my all-time favorite favorites. Right now, what I mean with Adesanya is that he is that great yeah, of a fighter, right? So him jumping up to face the champion right now in the light heavyweight is not concerning because I really do think that he can win this fight and impress and knock Buddy out. No, this is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a challenge for him, and I think that's exactly why he took this fight. You know is to be able to to move up because the last fight that we saw was the fight against your boy, yeah. Paul Costa, you know, and he was... And he whooped his ass Hey, too. man, I don't care about you steroided, Ricky Martin looking ass, you know, you're not as nice as me when it comes to these hands. And it's true. I mean, he's precise, man. This guy is a striker at, at its finest, man. And he's so precise. He's so dangerous. He's vicious. I think that's probably the best way I can describe uh, Stylebender is that he's vicious, man. And I love his name too, Stylebender, because he does... He does everything he does with style. Everything. Like the way that he comes into the ring when he's dancing and doing his little thing to the way that he wins after a you know, after a knockout, the way he celebrates and stuff. I mean, he's got he's got it all. He's a smart yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. He's probably top 3 entertainers in the UFC. Yeah, I right? like that. I like that showmanship if you can back it up the way that he does. And kick ass. Oh, let's go Panthers. Oh, let's go baby. With three minutes left, baby, we take the lead. Oh yeah, they had let's just go. They tied it up in the third. So we're in the F third you, period Carolina. as we record this. Oh, the fans are going nuts. Left, they tied it up 1-1, and now with, I think, five minutes left maybe. Three minutes. Three, three minutes, minutes left. left. They just took the lead 2-1 over the Hurricanes. On them all night. Let's go, Panthers. Let's go, bro. Fought hard for it, bro. He earned it. Great, great play. Look let's at that. Let's go, man. Scrappy. All heart. Scrappy all heart. goal, man. Yes, sir. Damn. Damn let's go. That's a See, scrappy goal. I love it. That's the type of stuff that I was telling you about earlier, bro, where, like, you know, you and I, not even common fans, we're watching the Panthers and we're freaking celebrating because, you know, some guy that we can't even pronounce his name has his, his third goal of the game. His name is E-E-T-U. That's his first name. We're you not going to try that. E-2? My dog E-2 just scored that? Exactly. He, number uh, 77. Great yes, job. Yes, sir. Good job, 77. You know? Oh, oh, oh. oh. And they're right back at it. Damn, they almost had a chance for another let's go, goal. Panthers. But let's see if they close it out. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, man. But, but let's let's bring this back full circle. So great fights coming up this weekend. Here's what I wanted to say. Yeah, go for it. Last sport about Anasanya. There was that one clip that he had in his probably his hardest championship fight. It was about two years ago, right, when he first became the champion. People were kind of like doubting if he's just a pretty boy or a gimmick or whatever. He was in the ring. The camera was zoomed into him. And he came out and said, I have no fear. I am ready to die. This fight means nothing. In the fourth round, dude, of a championship fight, that's when I knew that this guy's focus was on another level. That's why I feel like he can jump up weight classes and fight whoever. And, and, and literally, you put whoever in front of him, and he's going to dominate. I agree. You know? He's undefeated. He's a badass. He's a master of all styles, hence the style bender. I really think that he's going to put on a show and, and really impress some people in that light no, heavyweight I, division. I agree, man. He's going to put on a show. So watch the fights. Make sure you tune in this week. If you got to bootleg it or if you got to go to a Fire friend's house, gang. do whatever you got to do. Make sure you're tuning into this UFC this Saturday night. It's yes, going to be a good one. Yes, sir. Speaking of a good one, this weekend's tournament, the... We had the World Golf Classic. The World Golf yeah. Classic was really a, a tough tournament. It played really tough. Hell um, yeah. First time that they played it in Bradenton at a concession. Because usually normally in Mexico, it's over right? in Mexico at yeah. Chapultepec. And it gets interesting when they play it over there because the high altitudes and whatnot. Jesus, they uh, just tied it. Oh, man. And keep, the keep going. We're not going to say up. it. They just Jeez, tied it. Carolina man. tied the game. Let's go. Wow. What a terrible Still in turn it. of events. But, uh, yeah, going back to the World Golf Classic, it was, um, you know, it was, it was kind of a bummer because of the fact that Tiger – 
had his accident last week. Um, you know, we're all glad and thankful that he's okay. Yes, and he's yes, alive. Sir. Very important. Um, but, very important. you know, it was very sad and kind of gloomy going into that week because of the fact that, you know, Tiger has won like 15 World Golf Classics on his own. So, like, when you think of World Golf Classic, you think of Tiger Woods, even if he wasn't going to play in it. Um, so it, it just kind of put a, a damper on the whole week, you know. But still, we had some really good golf. Um, we had a lot of good top players in the, in the field. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, ended up in the top 10 that, you know, they put on some great performances. And they dropped. You yeah. know, there were a lot of guys that ended up, started off the day top five, right, with a chance to win the tournament. And as the, you know, the back nine started to play out, you saw guys dropping into the top 10, yeah, dropping the into greens, the top 15. The greens were the craziest thing. And it was cool because of the fact that these are a new golf course for these golfers. It's not like a venue that they go to every All the year. Time, it was right. like a kind of a brand new venue. Yeah, you get your practice round before the week, but that, that doesn't give you really it's enough, not enough time. time to really get a feel for everything. Not when and a championship's was, on dude, the line, I bro. was seeing guys making triple bogeys and stuff and three-putting. It was, it was crazy, but in the end, Colin Morikawa won it 18-under. Um, congrats to him. It's a, you know, this is somebody that I really like right now. He's one of probably one of my favorite young players. He came out a couple years ago and already has a few victories under his belt now, including a world golf classic. And before that, more impressively his major title, right? So he has a major, he has a world golf classic. He's, uh, one of only two players to ever have both of those before the age of 25. You want to take any guess who the other guy might be? El Tigre. El Tigrazo, que tu sabes. <laughs> It's Tiger Woods. So he has a lot of things, uh, attributes about his game on his resume that parallel that of a young Tiger Woods. And I'm telling you guys, you, you want to make sure you're following Colin Morikawa. Remember that name. Absolutely. I follow that guy, you know, I, um, because he he showed a lot of class on winning on Sunday. You know, a lot of guys showed their respect and their support for Tiger. You know, had a couple of the guys wearing the red Nike shirt with the black pants, you yep. know, really cool gesture by them. You know, he, he he really has some really nice words and really thank Tiger for the inspiration that not only he's given him, but this entire generation of golfers that are on the tour right now and those that are coming, you know, because Tiger has been the most influential man in that sport. Yeah, he revolutionized golf. You know, and there'd never be another guy like him. Right. So we're glad he's okay, but yeah. I, I'm really glad that um, this guy won the tournament and he was able to... to to persevere because that took that like you said bro that that last three holes had a lot of golfers shook and and we're talking about pros fucking up you know and looking like me out there you know it's it's not easy it's not easy and these guys make it look easy but it was a good tournament it was pretty cool yeah. um, you're actually going to a cool tournament this weekend right yes sir coming up this weekend i got the arnold palmer invitation yeah bro at bay hill in orlando you, I'm, question I'm up. you think they're gonna be serving half and half or like I think they got that on deck. Like, right? You, you gotta you have a fountain in, of Arnold Palmer yeah. half and half. Water just fountains, running. or if not, they got Camelbacks of it. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> hand it to you and run. I actually saw the 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 ESPN. One of my favorite ESPN commercials for Sports Center is the one where he's like in front the, of Stuart at Scott the, at the lobby or whatever. Or not yeah, the lobby, man. but like at the lunch hall. Yeah, and like he goes over to the lemonade and puts some. He goes to the iced tea. He makes his own Arnold Palmer, and they're it's like, badass. "This guy's a legend." You legend. know. Legend. Love that. But, yeah, I'll be up there. Uh, I'm going to be playing in a scramble tournament for a PGA Memes Challenge on Saturday. And then because we're going to be there, we're going to go to the, the Sunday closing round of the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And a couple good guys in the field I'm excited to watch. So, hopefully, you know, we've had a lot of great golf these last few weeks. I'm really, really hoping that this weekend coming up 
it, it, it's a great tournament. There's a lot of great guys in the mix, and that Sunday when I'm there is actually a meaningful day, and for we sure. can see a lot of great golf. No, for sure. And it's really cool that, you know, you're going with your friends. Miami Golf Bros is going to be out there providing a lot of content on Instagram. You know, that's Joel's golf page, so if you guys Shout haven't followed him by Miami now. Miami Golf Bros, holla at me for golf sure content. sure do so, but... It's really dope to go to those tournaments and see them in person because you really get an appreciation for what it takes, A, to have a tournament, right? Tons of volunteers, tons of prep work, and B, to play a course like that in front of people and that's a professional course and play well. It's not easy, so it's cool to see stuff like that live, man. I'm excited, man. I've never been, so too. I'm, I'm excited to go to that. And I know we talked about it last time. We got to plan out the, the road trip spring training game that we're going to go to because the fish have started spring training and they're and they hot started hot boy hot i told you man nah it's just spring training. Good. it's just spring know, training. we're I not going to get too crazy but shit, but hey man I, I i still gotta get excited about the fish no for sure and the wins like you say they don't really mean much but it's just the fact that that our guys are playing good ball right they're getting their swings figuring each other out they're getting the reps they're getting to play together they're they're getting uh you know that uh, that rapport that they don't have, you know, this is this is this is pivotal right here. This is like huge going into the season. Is do the guys mesh well? Like, do they become a family rather than just a bunch of a, talented of ball players? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, we want them to become like that culture we always talk about. That we, you know, the Heat always, you know, tried and true. We see that Heat culture yep. time and time again. Now we've seen a renaissance in that Heat locker room. You know, I'm sorry that that Dolphins locker Dolphins. room with Coach Flores and and everything we got going on in there with you know with Tua and all the new guys, and then we got you know to be excited about what's going on with the Panthers over here. You know, yep. taking some of the Lightning players and and now getting fans excited about hockey in South Florida. So the the fish got to come through. They got to do something. No, for sure. And I think the fish know the formula, right? The heat, the. I'll put it to you like this, right? If you're a real Miami sports fan, this is the evolution of Miami sports, right? You have the Miami Dolphins, right? Laying down the foundation and the blueprint. Right. Right? You got the Hurricanes bringing the swagger and championship mindset of kicking ass, talking shit, and taking names, right? Then you have the era of the Heat, where the Heat just, again, excelled and took a no matter what it cost approach to winning right he culture was built so you had the foundation with the dolphins the hurricane started hurricanes football starting off with the you know winning mentality and swag then you get the heat right getting that prestige hey we got pat riley now we're this now we're a big time team and now we got Dwayne wade we got a hall of famer superstars lebron james chris bosh Dwayne wade the next franchise that was pretty much next on that pedestal are the two teams that we just talked about the Panthers and the Marlins. They're fighting for that next level to say, okay, now we're next to build that foundation for our fans where they can expect, you know, a winning culture. Because we see it now with the Panthers. You know, they went and spent the money and got the players. They went and, and developed the draft players because, you know, it's not like they haven't been drafting high since forever. Right. Right? So they're they're finally putting the people in place, the the things in place in order to, to win and not to say that winning is the only thing that attracts the fans, but for Miami, we like big games. You we're know, we superficial like... and we're shallow. Let's yeah, just put it out there. Everybody yes. is. Yes, if, we are. If what have you done for me lately? That's what I mean by that. That's, for sports, that's how fans. our fan base is here Correct. in Miami. We need... what, are you hot? Are you hot right now? Because if you're hot, I'm right. I'm gonna with stand you. with you. But if you're not, I might forget I'm, about you. I might forget about you. Are you in the playoffs? Are you close to the playoffs? Are you 
you know, competing for championships? Are you going to get my attention for me to spend 40 bucks on a shirt? That's that's what it takes, right? Because when when the big three were here, everybody was wearing the the heat jerseys and stuff like that. Damn, Panthers just lost an OT. Oh man, we got way too excited. It's all right. It's all right. They'll be back. We'll see. We'll see Carolina again. But what I was saying, you know, the foundation is what really makes it easier to keep the guys coming back if you're not winning year after year. You know, because if you give them that taste and and let them know, hey, I'm doing everything year in, year out to keep you guys winning, to keep you guys winning. Not not just here in the league, middle of the pack, bottom of the pack. No, contending for the playoffs, making runs, competing for championships. Yeah, and then you just mentioned it right now, getting guys excited to want to come here. And I know that we've had a jam-packed show and we can't really fit much more in here, but you were just telling me about the rumors of T.Y. Hilton possibly wanting to come and sign with the Dolphins. Coming and, home. I mean, that's that's that example right there. You know what I mean? We we got guys that want to come home to play for the Dolphins that before, or, you know, or, or for the Marlins or for the Heat. You know what I mean? That before... They were just like, eh, maybe not. You know, I don't really care to. You know, they're they're not really a a, a a team or a franchise to be taken serious or contend. But I think now we're 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 starting to shape that up, man. We're we're starting to get Absolutely. all facets of all professional sports in Miami to to skyrocket right now. Like I said, you know, I know I repeated it, but it's the formula. It's the formula. You gotta win. You gotta build talent. You gotta have names that people care about or that are gonna do things that make us stand out. Today on the Marlins, right? We had. Um, Aguilar hit a bomb that made MLB Network. You know, it made ESPN. You know, those are things that when you see as a Miami fan watching ESPN and you see your local team on it, you're like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. This is the type of shit that I want to see. You know, and I really do think that the Marlins have that chance this year because I I, I feel like Jeter has really invested into the team the right way. People don't want to hear that or can't agree with how he's done it, but the facts are the facts. The farm system is kicking ass. The young talent that we have on the team is really fucking good. And the players that we've been signing have been essentially working out for us. So all of that adds up to the formula of winning games. Yeah. And I, I know the Marlins are going to win more games than they did last year. And they made the playoffs last year, albeit short and seasoned, right? But they made it. Yeah, but that was the first time we've made the playoffs since our 03 championship. You know what I mean? So I mean, we're talking 16. 17 years and it had everybody hooked on a tuesday you know afternoon watching the game on your phone because Konya lo marlins are in the playoffs right that's that's how it is here in miami when you make the playoffs you get our attention you know don't put us to struggle in the regular season because we're, we're not those die hard fans we're dying as hard when you show us the commitment to excellence year in year out and I feel like this is the first year for the Marlins to do that or a continuation, right, of last year's showing season. And the Panthers, too. You know, the Panthers are going to build off of this and make a really, you know, important playoff run. So Miami sports right now is definitely on tilt. It's on its way up. And if you're a Heat fan, Dolphins fan, Hurricanes fan, Marlins fan. Stocks are in the green right now when it comes to Miami sports. Green as hell. Buy in. So buy in right buy now. Buy in well, right actually, now. Actually, no, right now wouldn't be the time to buy, right? We nah, buy in, bro. <laughs> we're talking stocks. Nah, we're not looking back, bro. <laughs> we're not looking back. I don't feel like any of these teams are looking back. The Dolphins aren't going to look back after this season and what they were able to accomplish, right? The Hurricanes are definitely not looking back because they know that they have expectations to win. The Heat are definitely not looking back because they just came off of finals. They're trying to get back to that. You know, Panthers close to a playoff berth last year. Marlins made the playoffs. Like, there's no going back. You know, it's only forward and winning. You know who's uh who's not going back? Who's that? Sports with Social Podcast. No. 
All we do is move forward. Yes, sir. And I know you got some news for the fans and for the listeners out there. Big news, guys. How about uh, you break it? Yeah. You know, first, I want to say that the show's mainly a success due to you guys. So I really want to thank you personally. If you rock with me and you rock with this show, you know, Joel's come on and helped out a lot. You guys know that we put in a lot of work to this show, and it's really going to start to pay off because I got big news. I got the new logo coming out on Friday, mm. 305 day, March 5th. Mm. If you're from Miami, stand yes, up because you know what time it is right now. Okay. Shout out your hood, and let's get it going because not only am I dropping a new logo on Friday, Joel. What else you doing, dog? I'm also doing a raw, dope-ass giveaway. Let's for go. Everybody who's helped grow the show, followed us on social media, subscribed to the podcast, streamed it on on their streaming platforms. I know you got swag too, so if you're doing Ooh. some sort of giveaway, I know there's some Ooh. some heat coming in this giveaway. Bro. So I I'm I'm looking forward to Bro. it. I'm I'm looking forward to see what you got on deck for you for know the listeners. me, dog. You know me, dog. I'm not coming out with nothing whack. Everything that's going to be on this giveaway Fuego. is going to be 100% Miami. Let's go. And if you don't believe me, Tune in on Friday. Okay. Tune in on Friday. Come see me on social media, on Twitter. Come see me on Instagram. I'm going to have that new logo up and running. It's going to be in your face. The giveaway is going to be in your face, and you guys are going to see what I'm giving away. Let them know. And when you guys see what I'm giving away, you know what you're going to want to do? What? You're going to want to tell a friend. To tell a friend. And tell a friend. To tell another friend. To tell another friend, because the giveaway is that fucking dope yo i'm not Sick hyping it up af let's go you baby. know the details my man like tell me am i hyping it nah, up nah i don't even want to i don't even want to think about him right now because my head might not be able to stay on straight i'm not playing because i know what you got is some heat and no pun intended you never know it might be some heat gear maybe it's not it isn't but it isn't but it is you never know you have to tune in to find out i'm just saying tune in on friday big news dropping friday 305 day Again, if you're from Miami, stand up. You know, all the, the hoods in Hialeah, all the people in, you know, Westchester, Coral Gables, you people at? in Biscayne. Where you at? Everybody on the west side of Hialeah. Hialeah, you know, east side, left Homestead, side, downside. The Keys. If, you, if your zip code is 305 or 76 on your phone, this giveaway is for you. So make sure that you're tuning in on Friday, 305 day. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss out. And trust me, you're going to want to tell people that you know. Let's go. Joel, this was a dope episode, B. Yes, sir. A little bit longer, I think, than we normally do, but hell, I mean, hell of a good time. You got to feed the streets. That's right. They you want gotta, it. You know, if the people want it, you got to give it to them. And we went almost a week without giving the people another episode. So we promise we'll try to lower that time. But trust me, keep tuning in on Friday, That's guys. That's right. Make sure you keep following on social media. We got Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you're hitting that subscribe button on all streaming platforms. Yes. That's how you show us love. And trust me, we're going to show it back with this giveaway. Yes, sir. As always, everybody, thank you for listening. Until we catch you next time. Peace. Peace. 305 Day, baby. Let's Let's go. Let's go.